All right, we're right back here. ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. From uh, the men's basketball team to the women's basketball team, we're visiting now with assistant coach Deacon Jones, associate head coach Deacon Jones. Good morning, Deacon. Thanks for taking the time. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Good morning to you also, and thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's my pleasure. Um, you know, typically when we talk to someone from the staff or talk to Gary on on a week like this, we, uh, you know, we're coming off some games, and yet the way this season has been, man, it's it's been a wild ride. There's been a lot of games impacted uh, for the program this year that were either postponed or not able to be played. And I know, as as Gary's pointed out, really want to get another game in 75% of the original conference schedule played you guys are sitting there 11 and 1 in conference play you've won 11 in a row and yet you're just itching to get on the court so knock on wood coach uh, i know you guys are ready to welcome little rock this weekend for the last two regular home season home games but do you, do you find yourself kind of nervous when you wake up each day like please just give me good news here or or no news is good news i guess i should say well, yes, I think we are because of how we finished off last year. I think it's more the ladies, they want to finish out the season. Yeah. I guess that anxiety for them, you don't want it to end. You want them to see it through because of what happened last year for them. How is, how is Ty said feeling? I know um, she, she would have played last week, uh, according to Coach Broadhead, but now with the series canceled, having that extra time, to uh, to get healthy, where is she at physically? Uh, I think she's uh, closer to the ninety percent, almost a hundred percent percentile. So I think she's almost a full go. That that'd be more of a tr- uh, Stephanie, our trainer, call on that. But she's looking good though. What what is you know? I mean, it's such a generic question, Deacon. But when she's on the floor and and active in a game versus when she's not. What are some of the differences she makes that outside of the box score, right? Something that, you know, uh, the common viewer wouldn't notice, but you guys are like, gosh, man, when she doesn't play, we really miss her in this regard. It's funny that you asked that question because we, at lunch yesterday, we, we were speaking on that very same topic. It's just the attention that she requires. You know, you know sometimes even if she's not, you know, I guess engaged in the game. Our opponents always game playing for number thirty-five. You want to know where thirty-five is on the court. So and it, so it helps out our guard play when she's in the game. Now we hope that she is doing her job, you know, being that active double double that she presents. But again, our opponents they definitely they scout her, and so it helps out for our perimeter game. What what changes in practice when she's not able to practice because she's resting or recovering from injury? Just in terms of uh, whether it be a specific player or or sets you run. Uh, we don't change anything. You know, we coach the same way. The, the players play the same way. They don't look at her any different because they know her body of work. We know she's not out there just you know sitting on the side being lazy. So they know her durability. We know we need her for the games. So she's doing something on the sideline, whether it's shooting, doing something with the trainer or the strength coach. She's actively involved in doing something. With that being said, it provides active minutes, especially in practice, 
for the backups, you know, for the other young ladies who's, you know, inexperienced a little bit, but we will might need them down the line, such as LaFager Green when she stepped up in Monroe. Probably hadn't played all season, maybe one game, the Magnet game of that, and she comes in the fourth quarter against ULM and did a, a good job, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, I remember when she came in, a lot of folks were saying we haven't we haven't really seen her this year. They see thirty three out on the court, but um, you know, I think what what Coach Broadhead has said consistently about this team uh, is the communication. I guess that they have that you know, in terms of look, I, they play for one another, and he said every team he's coached haven't all been like that, you know. But he really feels like the entire unit plays for one another and communicates all the time and. Whenever it's game day and it's the players relaying the message to one another or a leader on the team, a player relaying the message, he said it just hits differently for some of the younger players than when it's coming from you or or Gary or someone else on the staff. Yes, it does. And they respect one another. I think that's a big key. They see that from top to bottom that these young ladies can help us in some type of form or fashion. And... With that being said, they they look out for one another. They 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 root for each other. If you look at our bench, some of these girls who don't even get in, whether they're freshmen, juniors, or seniors, they're on the sideline cheering like <laughs> like no other. And it, it's a great feeling to see that. So yeah, they are for one another, and it's a great feeling. And they hold each other accountable. How big for Brandy Williams? I know that. Um... Some folks were waiting for the offense or other aspects to come along, and then she has that performance like she had the last time you guys played back on the 13th where she dropped a career high. I, I don't have it in front of me, Coach. I think it was maybe 32. Um, yes. Have you seen a difference in terms of her her confidence level coming out of that one, or was it always there? It just, you know, it just happened to, she just happened to be feeling it that day. I think it was always there. She got to the line more often than she did in the past couple of games. So I think she was still more aggressive during the ULM game. So she shot like nine free throws, went nine for nine, and she saw the ball go in. The previous games, who would have ever thought that Brandy goes one for eight to 10, Sky goes one for 15, you know, combined two for 20, something like that. And we win games. So I think at the end of the day, she is. She still was being aggressive. We were winning. It wasn't all on her back. So now I think now she's more comfortable knowing that she has a team. She still can be that player, whether, you know, hopefully she's having a good game or not. She can provide something. You know, it's not all about her scoring, though, Scott. She does play defense, and she rebounds very well. So now that I guess the scoring is back, cross our fingers hopefully the 32 continues and uh she's just gonna be a dangerous player on the court deacon jones associate head coach rage kitty wins basketball team our guest so uh, if you play this weekend um you know win or lose you're the one seed in the west but i know you guys want to keep that win streak going and just go into the tourney uh on a roll how much does the overall win streak get brought up, Coach, in practice? Do you guys talk about it much that it's been 11 in a row, or is it just kind of in the background? To be honest, we don't even speak on it. <laughs> I, I can't even remember even speaking on it. We, Coach Broadhead always mentioned, you know, next game, next game. You know, just every, every next game is an important game. And we don't talk about the streak at all. 
So it's like, it's still kind of like new to us. These young ladies haven't been put in this position. And I think they're just going with the flow with it. They're just playing their hearts out. Like it's, it's normal to them. So nobody's really have a big head. We know we're not out there. We just going about business as usual. So nobody, you know, has an ego or a big head about this situation at all. Deacon, Got on our hard hats and we're going to work. Deacon Jones, our guest. All right. What's the key against little rock, a team that you guys played once earlier Monday and it had been a, a while since you guys had won there, but, um, you got it done. And, and I, what I remember about that game was just switching, I think, to a zone defense and, and doing things differently. And it really worked in the second half. What you guys going to take anything from that game and apply it, um, you know, this weekend at the Cajun Dome? Or is that, I guess, back, I don't know, it's going to be over uh, over a month ago by the time you guys play. Do you, do you have a whole new game plan for this one? No, we still going to have that zone in our back pocket because, of, of course, they're not the little rock of old as far as the, the shooting from outside. They like to pound it inside, inside. So we're going to try to protect the paint as much as we can to help Ty Doucet, especially not to get her in foul trouble. But, again, uh, I know Joe Foley, he's going to come in with his team ready, ready to fight physical. He's a very physical team, and we just got to – withstand the physicality. We can take their punches like we did the first game that we played them. And we got to realize we knocked them out of the conference tournament last year at our own place. So they got an axe to grind. So they're going to have it on their mind. So we just got to be ready to take it. Deacon Jones has been our guest. Deacon, here's something that, that I, I know has been asked to Coach Broadhead, or even when it's not asked, he he likes to bring it up. Um, but, but I wanted to ask you as well, as a guy that – has been here as long as you had uh, your ninth season, fifth as associate head coach. But l- like like Gary, someone that's from here, you know, you graduated from UL. Um, you know, you're just you're you're a native to the area. You're all you know. You're an alum of it. Does it take on a different meaning the job for you when it's in your backyard, so to speak, and it's at a university you attended? Does is it a little different feeling for guys like you and Gary and those that, you know, have a lot of equity in this program, not just in your time as a coach, but, you know, for a long time when you, when you consider your roots. Oh, definitely, man. I mean, we definitely prideful guys because of our community. We know that Louisiana can, our university can be that same school that is down the road from us, you know, down the interstate from us. We pride our thing that we compete on any day, any level as far as programs, whether it's football, badminton, basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, soccer, it doesn't matter which volleyball. We figure we can compete and we want to be that program mentioned when they speak on the other programs in the state. Deacon, how often in your life does somebody ask if you were named after the the Hall of Fame football player? All the time. <laughs> and what's your response? It all depends on if I can get some perks out of it. Though Scott, it all depends. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah, but laughs> nah, I always tell him that no, no relation. But I know a lot about him. I think he was. Uh, I think the, uh, Steely Dan named a song after him. So maybe if you can get some of those uh, royalties, you just go ahead and slide in and be like, "Absolutely, right?" Yes, sir. 
Deacon Jones has been our guest. Hey, Deacon, I appreciate it, man. Uh, best of luck this weekend. I know you guys will be honoring the seniors on Saturday as well. Uh, and I know that's alumni weekend. I know it's been 50-year history of the program. So a lot of special things planned over at the Cajun Dome. And uh, and then, of course, after that, you guys will be heading to Pensacola as uh, as the one seed in the uh, in the West Division. Thanks for the time, man. And we'll uh, we'll chat again soon. Okay, appreciate it, Scott. You Thanks. got it. Associate Head Coach Deacon Jones for Rage Occasion Women's Basketball Team.